You have to have eyes of a buyer to sell your home. My name is Parker Bennett, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make, their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. The way I see it is there is four different mindsets in a real estate transaction. There's a seller, a buyer, and then a seller's agent and a buyer's agent. So I want to break them down today. Starting with the buyer's agent. The buyer's agent is continually trying to piece a puzzle together on what their buyer wants to purchase. They're trying to articulate the limitations that come in its way, usually price. Um, Sometimes it's location, but for the most part, the buyer's agent is specifically trying to read and comprehend information from their buyer and trying to correlate that in reality and put that puzzle together. Now there's also the buyer and the buyer is looking to tick their boxes. They got this list, subdivision, schools for their kids, backyard, small plot for a garden, fence backyard for the dog, three bedrooms, one level. It's got to have an ensuite. Kitchen's got to be gorgeous. Maybe a garage, future shop development spot. Regardless, the buyer has all these wants and needs and they will continue to manipulate those wants and needs based on what the market gives them in their price point. Now we also have the realtor on the seller side, the listing agent. So that agent is trying to collect data, data to review with the seller in order to keep the seller informed on a multitude of areas. The market conditions, what's comparable, what is competing against them in their seller's pursuit to selling, and also what has previously sold comparative to their property so that they can start the price point and expectation level in the right category. The seller's agent is always trying to review the property from the eyes of the buyer. What will the buyer think at this price? What will the buyer be interested in in this property? What features do we, you know, really showcase to elevate the perceived value of this particular property? Now the seller, and this is not in all cases, but this is in some cases, the seller is looking at their property from a different lens altogether. They're looking at the property as this is their home. This is where their heart and soul is. This is where their kids were raised. This is the kitchen that they hand built themselves. This is the yard that they cut grass and weed the lawn and grow their vegetables. This is the fence that they painted three summers ago. They're looking at that property from the eye of an emotional person. And not always is it that they are looking at the picture from the buyer's perspective. 
And that's what I want to talk about today. Looking through the eyes of the buyer. Okay, so let's imagine you're getting ready to list your home. You're meeting with your listing agent. The agent is going to start to review features of your home. They're going to start categorizing your property against other properties that have previously sold and stuff that is comparative on the market that will be competing against you. So what really goes into pricing that property? So the big things are square footage of the home, the location of the home, how many bedrooms, bathrooms, does it have an ensuite? Maybe the lot size, the lot function, maybe the house function, the layout, quality of interior finishes, uh, condition of the mechanical items, curb appeal. There's all sorts of things like this that go into it. Those are just a few, but those are some of the big ones. The listing agent also has to review limitations. And by limitations, I mean restrictions for a buyer to purchase. Things like maybe covenants, easements, charges on title against the property that would restrict a new owner's use of it. Um, you know, if it's a if it's a multi-level property, maybe there's too many stairs for older buyers and that would limit part of the buying pool. Price point. It's a big one because some people are shopping in certain price points and if your price too high, you're going to limit the amount of buyers that are potentially going to be looking at your property. As I've often said to people, imagine you have a five-gallon bucket and in that bucket is 100 buyers when you list your property. And it's the listing agent's job to maintain 100 buyers in that bucket. And if you start to restrict things, for example, if you're rural, you're not going to have 100 buyers. You're going to limit your buyer pool just purely by the fact that a lot of people won't leave the city. If you're priced in a high category, let's say you're priced at 1.6 million bucks in Kamloops, it's not everybody shopping in that price point. There's only going to be a few people in that bucket. If you have stairs, you're going to limit seniors in that property. If you're a condo, you're going to limit people that are looking for single-family detached homes. There's no way around it. You can never keep 100 people in that bucket. But the idea is the more people in that bucket, the better chances you have at selling and selling for a premium. Next, let's talk about bonus features. And bonus features sometimes get they kind of blur the vision of the seller into thinking they're uh, items that might improve value. And these are things like maybe there's a big willow tree in the backyard and it's beautiful to watch in the wind. And the seller may have an emotional attachment to that tree because he sits underneath that tree every day and drinks his coffee in the morning and it is just the most gorgeous sight. Garden beds. A lot of times I have uh, clients ask me, you know, we've got this great vegetable garden in the backyard. We spent a lot of time, a lot of effort in there. No doubt that is a feature for a buyer, but the buyer that is going to see the most value in a garden bed is more than likely a buyer who is going to build a garden bed if there isn't one there. So these features can add up to monetary value, but they don't put you in different price points right out of the gate. It's kind of a collage of things that need to piece together in order to boost your price point. For instance, if you had great landscaping and mature trees in your backyard that really 
made your backyard private, you would start to improve the value of that property based on the fact that now that's a big tick box for a buyer. There's going to be buyers that are looking for complete privacy in their backyard, and that's going to be a tick. But unfortunately, that really nice tree, although it's going to put a smile on someone's face, it's probably not going to put five or $10,000 in your pocket when you're settling up at the lawyers. So I want to put this thought process into an analogy, analogy that I came up with while walking my dog this morning. Um, and it's a good one. So imagine you're in a 400 meter dash race. You're at the Olympics and you're lined up at the starting line. And all those people that were running against you are your competition. Um, there are other people who have properties for sale in the exact same price point that you're priced in. And the finish line, that's where the buyer is. And depending on how many buyers are sitting at that finish line is going to depict the market conditions. If you have hundreds of buyers sitting at that finish line and you have thousands of listings, then you're going to have to be placed in the top 10% in that race in order to get a sold sign put up. Now, your price point is going to depict your competition. If you're in a $1.6 million price point, you're going to be in the elite runner category. If you're in the $750,000 price point, you're going to be at that median house price, and you're probably going to have the most competition. If you're undervalued and you're at $600,000, you probably don't have to run as hard in order to get a buyer. But if you're priced in the wrong category for your features, you're going to find yourself up against some stiff competition. And if you don't place in the top 10%, you're not going to sell. You're going to sit on the market and time is going to pass. And as I said before, the amount of houses in your price point is going to depict the competition in that race. The amount of listings. This is the comparative market approach. So you're looking at other properties that compare against yours, similar square footage, similar location, similar price point, similar bedrooms, finishings are going to be similar. And this is really going to depict your competition. Now, the mindset of the buyer is they're sitting at the finish line looking for the best deal, the best price versus as many tick boxes as they can put on their list. And the mindset of the seller needs to be that of keeping in mind the buyer has needs. There is a problem in some cases where the seller is looking down at their feet while they're running this race. And although they might finish the race in the best time they've ever ran, and they might be extremely satisfied at the way that they cleaned up the curb appeal of their property, the house has never been so clean, the fence has been recently painted, furnace has been serviced, roof's been replaced. If they're not looking at their competition, although they might have finished the race at the best they've ever done, they might have finished in last place because they might have been in the wrong category of runners. I hope you're keeping up because this is getting complicated. Okay, I'm going to give you an example, a scenario. Your listing agent gives you a price point 
and says, here's where we could list the property. $750,000. Now you might get as much as seven seventy if we go into multiple offers. And if we can't seem to wrangle a buyer in the next 30 days, you're, you might be into the 730 range. And that's pretty fair. 730, 750, 770. That's the market conditions. So you indicate that you'd like to list for 789. You want to be on the upper end and uh, seller justifies, we can always come down in price, but we can't go up. So now we're in the race competing against properties between seven hundred and fifty dollars and $800,000. Okay, now we, the listing agent indicated that we might be on the lower end of that scale, but we're now in a category of runners that's probably going to have more to offer than what our property does. Now, in some cases, you might find that there are particular niche needs that your property offers that the competition doesn't. And this is the wild card. This is the area that your listing agent needs to, to be able to visually see it, understand it, and exploit it. And I'll give you an example of this. Sometimes when, you're, when your property is backing up against a forest or backing up against some private green space, this is a feature that's hard to find comparables to because there's only a limited number of properties on the outside of town. And you might find a buyer who's willing to spend more money to get that feature, even though the interior finishes, square footage might not be in the same category of the competition. And it's your listing agent's job to be able to exploit that. I call that raising the perceived value of your home. And before I go, I'd like to give you one more example of that. It's typically a spring selling mentality. A lot of times you'll meet with people and they'll say, you know, we would like to sell our property, but when's the best time? I I feel like it's spring because that's when the leaves are out and the grass is green. But remembering the relay race that you just ran, if there's only very few buyers at the end of the finish line and you are the only one in the race, it's all relative. The odds are in your favor. You're going to sell. So I hope this analogy helps to identify the mindset of a seller against the mindset of a buyer. Because I truly believe that if you want to sell your house in this market, in these market conditions, you have to have eyes of a buyer to sell your home.